What's going on, Mighty Warriors? I'd like to invite you to take a seat and listen up while I share some life experiences that can help you go from merely surviving to thriving. Welcome to Thriving in the Trenches. Welcome to episode three, Mighty Warriors. Today, I want to talk a little bit about vulnerability. Leading up to this, I had a few different ideas of what direction I wanted to go, but just today I kind of feel vulnerability is something that's really weighing heavily on me, and so I thought I would share my thoughts and opinions on that. If you've seen any of my stuff on Instagram or listened to my previous podcast, you'll know that I grew up pretty insecure. And I don't want to say necessarily that I was fake, because I think that implies deliberately trying to be fake and not be who I am, but my identity was based on people-pleasing, and as such, I kind of hid different aspects of myself based on the people that I was around. And essentially, I refer to this as wearing masks. We wear masks to hide who we really are because we think those parts are ugly or we think those parts are unacceptable or there's something just not desirable, some insecurity, some kind of fear around that. And we don't want people to see that. We don't want people to know about that aspect of, of who we are. So we put on a mask and it's a likeness of us, but it hides the parts that we're not happy about. This is something that I struggled with up until recently, maybe within the last year that I've finally been able to be who I truly am and accepting of who I truly am. The problem with this is that we aren't really consistent in who we are anymore at this point. Around one group of people, we act one way and then we get in a different crowd and our behavior changes, just little slight changes, but enough that we're covering up aspects of ourselves, or at least that's what I was doing. And what it resulted in was me kind of building a life of lies. Not that I was telling huge lies and fabricating parts of what's happened in my life or just parts of my identity. It's more, to me, like a lie of omission. I was covering certain aspects of who I was because, again, I felt that they were undesirable. And these things cause a lot of conflict when you start to mix groups. And for me, it really led to going deeper into my insecurities and experiencing those things more and essentially just becoming more insecure about them and not always feeling comfortable expressing who I truly am. And that's where vulnerability comes in. And we can't mention vulnerability without talking a little bit about shame as well. You see, shame, shame sucks. Shame is something that says, I'm wrong because of this. There's something wrong with me. That type of thinking already is setting us up for failure because it's a lack of self-acceptance. Imagine for a second that you're taking out the trash and when you're pulling the bag out, something falls on the floor, some food falls on the floor and it sits there for a little while. It begins to rot and collect maggots or whatever kind of bugs may be crawling around 
and the stench starts to fill up your house if you let it sit for too long. We wouldn't do that to our homes, but when we're hiding this shame deep inside, it kind of does the same thing to our mental state. It creates a rotting, stinking area inside of our minds, and because it's just sitting there not being addressed, the negative feelings around that can creep into other aspects of who we are. And again, it leads to lying, to hiding, to feeling insecure, to feeling inadequate, to feeling I'm not enough. I bring this up because I believe the key to releasing that shame is vulnerability. Before I go any further, I want to make it clear, I'm not suggesting that we bear our souls to the entire world. There are things that not everybody needs to know and even more importantly, not everybody gets to know. We get to choose our circles. We get to choose who we share our deepest, darkest secrets with. And so, again, I don't want to be misleading that we need to be putting every bit of our business out for everybody to see. What I am suggesting is that when we are able to be real with ourselves about what's in the dark and release that to somebody... That shame no longer has power over us, and it no longer has the ability to make us run and hide. Understand that I've made a lot of progress in my own personal growth in the last year, and I've had stuff hidden in the dark since maybe five years old. And I'll tell you straight up that this stuff is not easy to do. It takes a lot of work, a lot of dedication, and in hard-headed folks like myself, usually a lot of pain to get you to the point where you're willing to endure whatever may come your way or whatever you think may come your way as a result of sharing these things. Once we're able to move past this obstacle of shame, then we get to truly express who we are, how we feel, and what we're thinking without any fear of judgment without any fear of reprisal, without any fear of somebody using our past against us. I've made a lot of mistakes in life, and by beginning the process of being open and honest with myself first and foremost, and then being honest with those closest to me, I no longer have to hide who I am. And what it has allowed for me to do is, in every single situation, to truly express what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, because once the shame is gone, I'm able to truly love myself. I'm able to truly accept myself for who I am. I'm able to look at those things that I may have been shaming myself around and realize, you know, that they don't define me. Those actions don't define me. Those things that happened to me don't define me. What defined me is who I am and what I present today. Have you ever been having a conversation with a friend and they ask you a very personal question and the first thing that happens is you get that little tiny spike in your heart rate and get a little bit nervous? Um, in my experience, that typically comes from an area of shame or something that I'm trying to hide. Again, probably dealing with shame or lies that I've told around that. So the reason I share that is because the why behind this vulnerability, why is it important? Why does it matter to be able to live out who I truly am? Is that 
because of the work I've done, I don't typically run into those issues anymore. I'm able to have a free conversation. Somebody asks me a question, I say what's on my mind, or I'm also confident enough to say like, that's not really any of your business, or I'd rather not talk about that. I mean, you can phrase that a million different ways, so it doesn't have to be super aggressive. But at the end of the day, I'm able to choose what I share with people and I'm not insecure about the information. I'm either going to share it or I'm not. I'm definitely still a work in progress, but there's been a lot of progress that I can be proud of. Okay, I'd like to share one more important aspect of vulnerability, and then I'll get into the how I've been able to accomplish what I've done. Um, You know, I talk about giving practical advice, so if there's no applicable advice, then what am I really doing, right? Um, The other aspect of vulnerability is that this is speaking specifically in my experience as a male, but when we go through issues, a lot of times we tend to internalize those things and think we're screwed up and we're the only ones in the world that deals with this and man, there must be something wrong with me, blah, 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 on and on and on. And as society teaches, men aren't supposed to have emotions. We're not supposed to open up. We're supposed to keep everything close to home and man up, tighten up that upper lip, all that garbage, if you ask me. There is a time to put your emotions aside and act, but we were created with emotions that I've said in past podcasts. Um, But through my experience with opening up to a group of men and being able to share some of my issues of shame and just being vulnerable about what's going on inside me, and also listening to other men do the same, I've learned that there are are so many issues that are common across the board. They might manifest in a different way, but at the end of the day, we're all dealing with the same stuff. And I'm not one of those people to prescribe to the attitude that misery loves company because it's, I don't know, I just don't agree with it. (laughs) But what I do agree with is that when we're in a dark spot all alone and feeling so isolated, Knowing that we're not the only person in the world that's gone through that, knowing that we're not the only man in the world that's gone through that, you know, there's just something comforting in knowing that I'm not alone. Maybe I'm not as jacked up as I thought I was. And so, yeah, that is the second part of vulnerability is just that as we share with other people, not only are we releasing ourselves from the shame around it, but we're also empowering others to accept their struggles and to help them build through their things. And again, I talk about the Alpha Code, uh, the Alpha Code Academy, and that has been a great platform, a sort of judgment-free area and a good spot for me to be able to both share my issues as well as engage with others on theirs. And I, again, the level of encouragement, the level of growth that has come from that is just amazing. So that kind of leads us right into the how, so I'll continue on with that. For me, in my journey, the first level of vulnerability was realizing that there is an issue within me that I need to correct, accepting that I have a fault, accepting that some of the reasons that my previous relationship failed were not because X, Y, Z was wrong with that woman. Like maybe that was the truth. Maybe it wasn't. But the absolute truth of why things didn't work out is because I had issues that I needed to address. And before addressing those, or let me back up, before admitting to myself 
being vulnerable with myself about those things, there was no way to address it. So that's step one is that we have to accept that there are things that we're flawed. We're all flawed and that's okay. Our flaws make us perfect. It's our flaws that give us unique personalities and appearances and it's what makes us. We need to embrace them. And I'm not saying that that means we should live on and magnify the parts of us that we think are negative. But at the same time, we need to fully embrace those flaws as who we part of who we are, knowing that we can work on them and improve the areas that we're not happy with ourselves. Um, but anyway, the vulnerability aspect, again, it requires me to identify what's there so that I can work on it. Um, step two, a lot of us probably have a close personal friend that's like, oh, that's my bestie. They know everything about me, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, I mean, I, I say that jokingly, but kind of seriously. Like we've, we've all probably got at least one person that knows everything about us that we talk to about everything. And my first question is, do they really know everything about you? Until I started really opening up with my vulnerability, there are aspects of my past that I hid from my quote unquote best friend that knows everything about me. Um, and I don't think it was necessarily me not trusting him. Again, it was me not trusting myself and me not being comfortable with that. So step one, opening up to yourself. Step two, if you've got a friend that you can be really open and honest with, that's a very good place to start. Um, step three, I would personally highly encourage, again, I've mentioned the Alpha Code Academy multiple times, finding some kind of group. And it doesn't have to be a paid online group. It can be whatever works for you. But somewhere where you can share those deep personal things in a controlled group setting. And what I mean by controlled is it's not just blabbing it out to the first group we come in contact with and expecting that they're going to honor who we are because... Let's face it, some people just want to talk and tell stories. And that is not what we want when we're being vulnerable. We want a place where what we share is going to be respected, protected, and not judged. So if you can meet with a couple people, maybe if you're part of a church group, or maybe you are into some kind of club, or just find some like-minded individuals, or find a online support group like I did. But... I think there is a lot of power in once you take the step from sharing with this one guy that I've known forever, or this one girl that I've known forever, and we're really good friends, taking that leap to like, okay, this is a trusted group, and I'm going to be vulnerable with these people. Maybe they're casual acquaintances, maybe they're strangers, I don't know, but I'm going to put myself out there. And it takes such a deep level of boldness to do that, but Again, I cannot speak enough about the rewards that come from it, the, the, the weight that gets lifted when you're able to share that stuff with people. And again, when you get feedback from somebody, um, you know, I recently saw somebody else and I'm not going to go into details about this because it's not my life. So I don't have the right to put other people's business out there. But in this group, this Alpha Code Academy, the group that I'm a part of, somebody had shared something that they had struggled with for years and years of their life. And when I read it, it was like, wow, my response to him was like, bro, I had a very similar situation happen to me as a child and you're not alone on this. 
and the amount of comfort that it brought to that individual to know that, hey, I'm not the only one that's ever dealt with this and I'm not some kind of weirdo or that I'm not going to be judged. Like it's, it's huge. It, it spurs him along in his growth. And so vulnerability has so many awesome and dynamic aspects that, again, it benefits us, it benefits others, and it really is the key to relieving shame and to walking fully into our own identity. I think I'm going to wrap this one up for here. Um, if you guys stuck around, I appreciate it. This episode was actually recorded in two different set- sittings. So the first six or seven minutes I know sounds a little bit different than the last six or seven minutes. And it just has to do with things going on in life. I mean, it happens. We're in the midst of all kinds of chaos, right? But thank you guys for sticking around. Um, feel free to follow me on Instagram at underscore the original Jonesy. Also, I would encourage you to check out the Alpha Code on Instagram as well, at the Alpha Code Academy. You can also find that link on my page if you just go there. Hope you folks have a great week and know that as you sit right here, right now, that you are enough. You have inherent value that cannot be taken from you. You are loved, you are appreciated, and no matter what you do, it will not take away from the amazing person that you are. That's all I got. Have a great week.